0: I'm Chris,
1: I'm Sandy, and And this this is is Parenting Parenting
0: Autism. Autism. hello everyone welcome to episode 99 of the parenting autism podcast hi sandy hey baby what's happening
1: well we just got home today from the fun and sun air show in lakeland florida
0: or the sun and fun air show why
1: do i always get that backwards because
0: you like fun more than sun
1: (laughs) there might be truth to that (laughs) And there was some fun and there was a lot of sun. A lot of sun. A lot of sun, but yeah, it was sun and fun. Um but yeah, so we're doing a podcast this evening because on the drive home I looked to see when our last one was published and I'm like, "Holy cow, it's almost been a month." And then I looked at our calendar to make notes for all the things that have happened since our <laughs> last podcast. And I'm like, "Holy cow, no wonder it's been a month because I look at All of these headlines and things that have been happening.
0: I think we have at least four more podcast episodes already planned.
1: Yeah, Yeah. actually we do. There's a lot going on. So the goal will be to get on here as often as we can to share more stuff. But today we have quite a few things here to cover. So Mm -hmm. I guess we'll just kind of go in chronological order. Does that work for you?
0: Sure. Hmm. I really only remember what we did this weekend, but... Yes yeah, so, of <laughs> this is the sad
1: part, and why we should do this more often is because I told you the first thing was we went and saw Bryce's autism doctor, yeah, and you're like, I don't even remember what we talked no. about in that visit, and I'm like, and that would be why we need to come on here more often, but hopefully if I start talking, things will start ringing a bell, mm-hmm. but actually, when we went to go see her this time, we did another um Shoot, what's it called, babe? The chamber I go into and take a dive with Bryce. Yeah, the hyperbaric. Thank you. I think I need that because my memory's really (laughs) Mm -hmm. been bad. But anyway, the hyperbaric chamber. And so we did another dive. It's the last one uh, that we had complimentary at her place. But it went well. And we didn't even have you attempt it this time. We're like, nah, I'll just go in. We know it doesn't make me claustrophobic. But in the meantime, we did get... Uh, an approval through a grant to get Bryce a chamber at our house yeah Yeah, chamber rental for three months when we told her that that might happen because we hadn't got the confirmation yet she was ecstatic and it is a huge ordeal I mean if you've done any research on this at all you would know that it is not inexpensive at all as it costs a lot but it's also supposed to be a great investment with a great return. and especially for someone in cases and in cases' situation. in Bryce's situation where he's also got, you know some residual brain trauma from his original stroke. So anyway, those are some headlines that've been going on. We're gonna get that in May, May and do that for three months, so I'm quite sure. We'll be reporting back after yeah, those three months I'm excited and to what's see going on there. What we see, um, but that's a headline that'll be coming up on the Parenting Autism podcast. But in the meantime, she was really pleased with everything. We did not do a fresh set of labs. We didn't really feel a need to put him through that trauma, and it's still a little traumatic for him. Uh, but she did say that it's interesting that this time. I don't know if you picked up on this, but when we visited her the prior time six months ago she had said, oh, him having seizures again is a strong possibility because of his history with the stroke and having seizures and yeah, then also having autism. But this time, she said, oh, it's going to happen? So it wasn't like a possibility. Well, it was a little more like, wow, okay.
0: I don't know if she used those words, but she's like, That's what I heard. we need to head this off at the pass because it's likely that he's going to have seizures as he goes through puberty and after. And she said, that is the last thing that you want to live with is seizures. It really changes your life. You know, when you're, when you don't know when one is going to come, you know, it, it affects so many things going forward, you know, so she's like, we really need to head this off at the past.
1: She did, but I'm going to tell you that she said, Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. So well, listen. And then she backed it up yeah. and then said the things. That, probably I'm, after she saw the look on my face, like, Yeah. What?
0: I don't have a crystal ball. And neither does and she. And neither does she. So, but let's just.
1: I'm just sharing that. I,
0: I get it. I the get emph- it. the strong emphasis. The
1: strong emphasis and the urgency to do something about it was greater. That is what I'm trying to share. Yeah. Not saying anything bad about her at all it was
0: just it, no, I'm not it out. saying out bad about her. but
1: anyway, having said that, of course, our response as the parents was, well, what what can we do about mm-hmm. this? So we talked about some any supplement changes, but really, the big thing that she honed in on this time was uh, more vegetables and eat the rainbow, eat the rainbow saying that that should help as his brain transitions.
0: Also, what she called fat bombs using coconut oil. Uh, she wrote it down in her notes.
1: She did, so. and she told us that six months ago, and all we the really ingredients not, were purchased, it, yeah. and he didn't like it, so, so we didn't push it hard. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. It's in like you said. Way. We don't have a crystal ball. She doesn't have a crystal ball. We know it's We've. – I've known that for a long time that we're going to do our best that that's a possibility and it's not easy for us to just uh automatically add vegetables to every meal how many servings like 12 servings a day or something I like that
0: Don't know. it
1: was a, a number that seemed unattainable at the time but what we can do is start with one and then build it to two and change it to four and take it to eight, and that well, would be our goal.
0: Thankfully, he does like vegetables. He number does. One and number two, he doesn't really mind trying new things because he's discovered that if he tries new things, sometimes he really likes them. So, um, that we'll, is
1: all true. So, yeah. that's pretty much the headline that came out of this last. Uh, meeting that we had with her last appointment other than she's pleased.
0: Oh, What was the
1: other thing? There was something else. Go ahead.
0: Um, We saw success early on with folinic acid with improving language and words and sentences. So the folinic acid that he was on was like a really small tiny dose and we were up to I don't know how many pills a day of that. And then she says, well, what we can do now is prescribe, you know, use a prescription level of that. Uh, and it's called um, Leuco, Leucovor, Leucovorin. So like, I can't pronounce it right. But L-E-U-C-O-V-O-R-I-N. Leucovorin. And um, so that's the prescription strength of phic acid and so he's been on that a couple of weeks so far and I, I I can't say you know it's just I can't say that I've seen any immediate improvement with that so You know, he does come up with new words here and there, but
1: totally. But that would be the new one that comes out a lot,
0: yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, but you know, nothing like wow, okay, that's really working. So,
1: no, but he's doing well, and I think that's probably what she was happy to see. We've we haven't seen regression in language. The B12 shots, she would like him to have more often because it's supposed to be more like every other day and we're doing good for once a week Mm -hmm. because we really haven't pushed the matter for him. But again, I think it's because we're not seeing any regression. I'm pretty pleased with his sentences and his language as far as like using a lot of words. Is he having other struggles? Yeah. And we've kind of talked about the recent diagnosis with the... Uh, Audio processing disorder. And I think that answered a lot of questions for me as to why he has some struggles and delays with the language. And so now that we know that it's really something separate or hand in hand with the autism, I just feel like, okay, that's something we're treating another way. So
0: yeah, since you mentioned awesome, awesome autism. Yeah. um, He is becoming more aware of autism like he's more conscious of that he has it. Yes. And so he's starting to ask questions about that. So. He
1: is. He's asked me a few times about it. Um It was since we did the last podcast, we were driving behind a vehicle that had an autism plate. And so I pointed it out to him. And then he asked me again, about him having autism. And uh, yes, do you have autism? No. Does daddy have autism? No. But then I told him how, you know, some other people that he knows that he would recognize that they do. And then how did you know? How did you know that I had autism? You know, so I tried to explain some things to him. But then I, once again, just reassured him that, He's like, well, I am I know what he told me. Daddy must have got lucky because he doesn't have autism. And I said, well, mm. I wouldn't say it that way because he goes, oh, because daddy's not lucky because his feet hurt him. And that's how God made him. <laughs> All right, Right. But he could process that, that maybe you have issues that he doesn't mm-hmm. have. But I don't want him to see it
0: as a problem, as a problem and right. as an issue. We don't want to see it. But that way. he
1: obviously is picking up now that he goes to a lot of different doctors he takes a lot of different supplements this is probably the first time he's really given us some pushback about taking supplements and then he said to me i've been taking these supplements for a lot of years i think i've (laughs) taken enough and i said well i wish that you had taken enough but You know, you're doing a great job taking them and they really help you with a lot of different things. And I tried to explain again what they were. And then he was saying that was tasting bad. And so I was usually you give the supplements. So I don't know where you were at that time, but I was on supplement duty and I tasted it because I thought because he says it tastes bad. So I'm like, well, what's tasting bad? And it tasted fine to me. But then I learned that you're sneaking some prune juice in there. And I thought, well, yeah, that would do it. So I took a sip first. And I told him, listen, I took it. Watch. I'm sipping it. It tastes good to me. I want you to try it like this. I think Daddy's sneaking some stuff in your juice. (laughs) I want you to take it. And if it tastes good, will you keep doing it? So he tasted it. And he said it tastes okay. And so he said that he would. So then that's when I said to you, "Okay, let's cut out the prune juice completely also don't put it in water because that doesn't taste good for him right if he likes the and you've been very you know different juices stick with what he knows that's what he's comfortable with that gets it in him with no complaints then we need to go back to that route and that's what we do you know we try some different things and but if he's giving us pushback then we and we want him to keep doing this, then we got to kind of keep him happy because he's the one that's having to taste it, you know, day in and day out. And it is, you did change it from three times a day to twice a day because it's kind of easier on us, but he has to take more at each setting. I mean, that morning combo, is—that's that's a a lot of pills for someone to take. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just have to be mindful that he is a very uh, complying kid, and he doesn't like to push back. He goes along he goes with the flow for the most part, but you know, That's it is why, a lot for him. Like, it is
0: whenever we go to see the doctor, like mm-hmm. or even in between visits, I'm really looking at what he's taking, each individual thing, and I'm like, Okay, has this really been helping? Have we noticed a difference with this? And if the answer is no, right. uh uh, a positive no, then I'll remove it. Exactly, you know. And
1: we only really want to give him
0: what's what he working. needs yeah. and
1: what is benefiting him. Yeah. And sometimes what's benefiting him at one point will not at a later time, so mm-hmm. that can go. Okay. So, uh, so it was a good visit, and uh, yeah, we're we're trucking along with all of those things. Then after the autism doctor, then we had the vision doctor test results. So the last time we did this podcast, we had just received the facts of the vision test results that was kind of illegible because it was a horrible fax that was sent over to his neurologist's office. So we really didn't quite know what the test results were. So we took a drive down south and met with the doctor who, again, we are really grateful for her and she's been wonderful. We mentioned her before. Her name is dr coulter with a u um but she took time to sit with us to go over all the test results and she did do the follow-up test with him for peripheral peripheral and it was the same result so we know that there's something that
0: she's like he he just can't be testing that bad and and
1: and walking into a room okay
0: (laughs) and walking into a room okay like Like, he tests so bad on the peripheral vision, like, he would only see... You
1: would think that he was blind, literally, on on both sides. Yeah, like Like he was wearing
0: blinders. Yes. Right? But yet, he can walk okay.
1: She said normally, if it's that bad, that when someone walks in the room, they're very disoriented because it's an unfamiliar space. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't have that apprehension or concern when he walks into a new space. But something... It's either a delay for him to respond, or he told us that it's just kind of fuzzy. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not dark, but it's fuzzy, and he won't acknowledge that it's until it's clear is what I'm kind of guessing, it's but it's a know. guess. Yeah. But anyway, she did um, tell us some things that we could do for now because she's recommended vision therapy, but... You have searched high and low, and there's no vision therapy, which I think we discussed last time, in our area at all. It's still a new concept.
0: So she recommended this um, program on the iPad, yeah. which we ordered. So we haven't gotten it right. yet. Right, we, we haven't will, gotten that check yet. check it out.
1: And then she also recommended... I Spy games,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I ordered the I Spy game that comes with a little bell, and he likes that actually. And he's asked to play for it a couple times, mm-hmm. and he's and he is identifying things in there, which is great. And then I also got an iSpy Spy book that I haven't done with him, but I'm going to. And the how that's beneficial for him is that it's forcing his eyes to focus
0: and work together
1: to work together to find some these things that he's Mm -hmm. looking for so it's just making his eyes work harder together now while we were there she was you know obviously screen time is an issue and Mm -hmm. bryce does like to play his screens like
0: and we were most Americans school on his ipad right we're doing school as well switch that back to the
1: TV, to the big screen which is right away. yeah
0: and she stressed outdoor play as important at least an hour a day
1: so that's what i was leading to so she stressed that was a big thing mm-hmm. so i had the idea that if she told bryce that it would be better received than me and you telling him that yeah so uh i had written it down for her because obviously he would know if i was saying it and it's kind of like a prescription from her. So, she had the little talk with him and she told him just like how good it would be for yeah. him and that he needed to do at least 1 hour a day. Cuz
0: coming from somebody other than mommy and daddy, then it's, he would know that, that it important.
1: was yeah, yeah, and and that it was from a benef- doctor. From a doctor. Yeah. That's the real point. Yeah. If it's coming from the doctor, Bryce then listens to the doctors yeah. and he knows that it's that we're not just telling him that that the doctor is saying it's for his benefit. Mm-hmm. So she gave him the in quotes prescription and he has been very aware of it and every time he does spend time outside he's like Dr. Coulter would be very proud of me. So that's been really sweet and you know you and I are creating more opportunities for him to be outside. Now it's starting to warm up here so we'll Probably do more in the late evenings of some sort. But we do have a shaded backyard. And if that's what we got to do, it's what we got to do. We just got to get him more outdoor time. And when we do that, that naturally reduces the screen time without us saying to him, Bryce, turn off your screens, Bryce. We got to put a timer because timers on his screens freak him out. But he's kind of put a timer on himself with his switch. Uh, he's afraid he's going to get carpal tunnel because <laughs> his favorite YouTuber who plays his, the Switch got carpal tunnel. So that's how literal Bryce is. If he sees that somebody else got carpal tunnel from playing their Switch too much, now he's afraid of pressing the buttons too much and he's switched. Or switch, no pun intended. He has changed to a different gaming system so that he's not using his thumbs as much. And he thinks now that he's less likely to get carpal tunnel or to have to have surgery. And that was the big key once he heard that that person had to have surgery. So that's just a little bit of insight as to how Bryce thinks. He's always listening. He's always grabbing information and gleaning things from conversations that you and I don't glean His focus is on something else entirely. So then when he takes from that, that's why even when we say things to him or we're having a conversation among ourselves, he is always listening. (laughs) And then he is picking up on things in a way that we're not even intending him to pick up that way.
0: And it could come up a week later. Oh,
1: for sure. So So anyway, so that's the headlines with Dr. Coulter and that. And the vision. Oh, and we go back to see her, I think it's in three months, just then she can do some follow up tests and see if what, if this software that we're going to be getting and um, if the iSpy and playing outside and a little less screen time, if that will be improving. And we're very hopeful that it will. Um, so after that, our next headline on my calendar was that we were able to go away as a family for four days to go visit some friends on the Gulf Coast of Florida. Hmm. And so a couple of headlines I had from the visit to Wendy and Michael was, well, first, the day that we arrived, we were staying on the beach. So we walked out to the ocean in our regular clothes with no intention of going in the ocean water. And Bryce... I don't know, he just started spinning on the beach, and then he spun himself right into the water, and he was having the best time playing in the ocean. And this is the same child that previous times, it's difficult to even get him into the ocean. And I don't know if it's the unexpected sounds of the crashing waves or the... Sensory part on his feet, but whatever, it was completely gone this time, and he was having the best time—almost too much fun—to the point that we looked, and he was up to his waist. And in Florida, if you're not familiar with how the toe can be, it can take you out quickly. And we're like, "Price, no, come here, come here!" You know. But he, we really didn't want to run in the water after him, but we were able to get him and bring him in, and um you know but it was good and he was having so much fun out there playing on the beach and i we probably did spend 30 minutes to 45 minutes out there and he said again you knew dr Coulter's is going to be so proud of me and that, that was great that
0: water was cold c o l d cold i kind
1: of said you like get him
0: <laughs> i think i don't think i have my shoes on no, no, I didn't. We didn't and have shoes. on. I, I stuck on. my feet in the water. I'm like, "Holy cow, that is cold!" And then here comes Bryce.
1: Yeah, like,
0: like it was nothing. He like, he didn't even mention how cold it was. The
1: cold did not phase him. He was having so much fun.
0: Who and he's somebody that doesn't like to be cold. No, it's so just, it was a very really, unusual, yeah, but actually, unusual. we
1: we were happy to see it because yeah. that's good. That was good, really good for him. Um, so. They have a little dog and Oh yeah. So you can take that on. Yeah.
0: So Gracie uh cute little dog. Who is adorable. And um we didn't I don't know if we just didn't think about it or or what, but guess what? Dogs bark. Unexpectedly <laughs> and they're loud. And what does Bryce not like? Unexpected loud sounds. So out of the blue she started barking, and Bryce started freaking.
1: She was right, but she was close to all of yeah. us. It was loud.
0: Yeah, I think we all jumped. We did. Bryce jumped the most. Yes. And it took a while for him to recover that. And um, so it it's, I don't even know. He just seems lately to be a loud sound magnet. Like, if there is a baby in a 10-mile radius of Bryce, they will be heading toward Bryce. And within 10 minutes, we will be hearing a screaming baby somewhere, which is one of his worst aversions. And I I just can't explain it. I can't explain it. I think
1: part of it is that we have more awareness of the loud Because he's more sensitive right now. Because he's more sensitive. And then some of it, like, Gracie barking. I mean, like I said, that was loud for all of us. Yeah, but it did not ruin the whole weekend. And he actually learned to anticipate a little more. Or if she did, he could tolerate it better and do his deep breaths. And because mm-hmm. he really did love her, he loved taking her for a walk. Right. You know, and he loved that she she loves to kiss faces, mm-hmm. and so she was like up on him, and and you know they got along really well, but. The barking part, I think it was that initial scare. Yeah. and But the good news is, and that's why I share this too, is we're finding with him that, yes, he can get upset about things, but he's learning to cope a little better and definitely recovering faster from things. And that is progress, Mm -hmm. which... A lot of what we try to share on here is the good, the bad, the ugly, but also the progress.
0: He did very good at the air show this weekend.
1: He did. Yeah. Like, really, really well. So, I brought that up. Okay. And then we took him to the aquarium place, which was really interesting. What was the name of that place? Marine? Moat Aquarium.
0: Yeah, Marine M-O-T-E. Moat. M-O-T-E. It's aquarium. in
1: um, Bradenton, Florida. And mm-hmm. if anybody is listeners in that area or you're visiting down there great aquarium very great and it wasn't too big but yet it had a lot of neat things for adults and for the kids to see i mean
0: i think the most impressive things for me were the manatee tank which was humongous and they had two humongous manatees in there I mean that was just fun to watch them swim around, and they also had a shark tank uh, with hammerheads and blacktip sharks, and uh, that was really neat.
1: I too. thought the sea turtles were pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, they had a couple of rescue turtles, so mm-hmm. they they rehab injured animals, and uh, they had a couple sea turtles. Um, I don't think the otters were injured, but they had a couple of otters. They those, were, those were fun to watch. We
1: timed that perfectly because right when we got to the otters, it was feeding time. Yeah. So they all lined they up. They were so excited, and then they were getting the food thrown to them and yeah. performing for the food. So we had perfect timing on that. Yeah, that was, that was good. cool.
0: So I mean. That was a really good experience. It was a great experience, experience,
1: wasn't it? And I saw my first live seahorse, which is kind of cool. And then we were showing Bryce, like, the coral. And he's seen this stuff before, but it's like each time we take him for a new experience, he understands more. He's
0: asking more questions. He's seeing more. He's more interested. It's not just about an escalator or an elevator. It's just he's more engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And he, listen, sure.
1: they did have an elevator, and yes, he got to use it. Yeah. But it did not consume his thoughts. Right. And we that's the stuck difference. on the elevator. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so this time, we showed him the coral and explained Oop. to him. Oh. Well, we Hold on a moment.
0: My switch is almost done. Oh, oh, okay. I'll be right back. All right. We'll pause here. All right. So, Bryce is playing with his Auntie Sue and his friend Michael on the Switch, Animal Crossing, and they're using the FaceTime. Yeah. So, they're having fun, and his Switch was running low on battery, so we plugged it in for so anyway where were we where so were
1: we? we were talking about at the aquarium so i'm oh yeah was showing him the coral and then they had the clown fish and that looks like nemo and they had the blue fish that looks like dory so i was telling him that and while we were at michael and wendy's the three of us were staying in our bedroom and in the evening we were watching disney plus at night with some movies with bryce like as a little family movie time and so we watched Nemo and I'd tried to show him that before but it did not hold his interest at all but I thought this time it really did and he was interested in all the different sea creatures and the storyline he was mm-hmm. into that so it was really really fun you know to watch him absorb it this time and then be able to enjoy that
0: yeah, so we were able to relate that to the aquarium.
1: Yeah, and then so he told me that he was having some bad dreams, and this was after we were there at Wendy and Michael's watching the movies. And so, there were two mo- two movies that we watched while we were there. The first one was Turning Red on Disney Plus, about the, uh, this little girl that when she gets angry, she turns into a red panda. And I thought, oh, well, that one should be good for him to watch because he's been having some anger issues, you know, and it's not extreme, but it's like he'll be like, Ur, I feel angry.
0: So it's good to see another character dealing with that. Right. Anger.
1: Exactly. Because for Bryce, it seems that it's easier for you and I to teach him life lessons sometimes through characters on TV because he's not around a lot of other people here's his age and things like that. So I thought that would be a good movie for him to watch. Of course, we hadn't pre-screened it, so didn't know what it was going to be. I think the mission was accomplished in the sense that, okay, he understood that you don't want to get angry. You know, sometimes that's not a good thing, but you're just kind of learning to work through your emotions. But in that movie, if any of the listeners are familiar with it, the mom of that little girl also would turn into a a red panda, the end. yeah and I guess it was a family thing. and so when she turned into a red panda, she wasn't like a cute furry one. she was like this huge monster angry one, like on a whole other level of anger that's kind of scared Bryce <laughs> out of his wits so I didn't know that was going to make him so scared, but apparently it did, and he still talks about the mommy and how angry she was, and then he wanted to know why she was so angry and how that happened, and um, he had some bad dreams about her, which have kind of simmered, but it, it brought us places of conversation that we otherwise wouldn't have, and even like after that that weekend, if he got angry about something... I would tease him because when the little girl would be getting angry, it would be like her tail would pop out first, and then her panda ears would pop up. And so I'm like, "Oh, do I see a tail popping out on you?" And then I touch his butt. Oh, do I see it? Stop it, mommy, stop it. You know, Mm -hmm. but it was fun. He got the point. We're like, "Oh, are you turning into the red panda? You don't want to do that." And um, I'm like, "You can't really, you know, we're just saying it." But it really did teach him some lessons. But then he also said he had a bad dream about Nemo, and I'm like. Why would he have a bad dream about Nemo? And then when I talked to him more, it was because he was afraid that he was going to get separated from you. Mm -hmm. And I, then I was like, Oh no! He asked you if we were ever going to leave him, and then you told me he had that conversation with you about like when you die and what's going to happen to him.
0: Oh yeah, do you remember that? What am I going to do without you, Daddy? Oh my goodness! Yeah. So you're
1: telling me like Bryce was asking me all these questions last night, and he was talking about what's going to happen when I die, and who's going to take care of him. I said, Mm -hmm. "Well, did he mention me? Because I mean, I would still be here." Yeah. And you're like, "No, he didn't really do." And then I thought, "Ah, Nemo, Mm -hmm. the mommy was already gone because she passed early in the movie, and it was Daddy, and Daddy and Nemo got separated." So it had you like all. You know, mm-hmm. upset and sad, like, oh, my gosh, that's the, that's the conversation that I dread the most. And mm-hmm. and then I'm like, well, you know, he's really watching and listening. And in one hand, I'm I'm pleased that he's processing.
0: He's the concepts out. of
1: these movies and it's helping him ask questions to learn about things. So, you know, that's just like uh, some little highlights that kind of came out of that trip that I jotted down. And then uh, another thing was the Young Eagles. So we've talked about Bryce uh, being part of the EAA. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so he had a flight scheduled. I think it was last weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this one I'm bringing up because I felt like you talk about progress and Bryce learning to manage his emotions and his anger better. He got on the plane First, you have to go through this whole process um, at this particular airport. So there's like a safety process and all these different things. And he went through all of that. And I felt like he was actually a little more engaged than he has been the he past was. couple times. He was times. checking things out. So th- that was progress there. And then it was time to go get in his plane with um, a couple other kids. And he made the choice by himself that he didn't need to sit in the front seat and that someone else could and then he said daddy
0: i want to be a nice boy and i want to let them one of them sit in the front yeah i was like wow that's that's really nice because prior to the flight i went over with him because in previous flights he wouldn't speak up to get the front seat so he was always left Being in the Mm backseat, you know, and I remember one time they tried to play rock, paper, scissors. Well, he didn't know rock, paper, scissors at that time, but he does now. And so I told him, I said, you know, here's the plan. You you find out who the pilot is. Once you figure out who the pilot is, you introduce yourself. You say hi to him. Ask him his name. Tell him your name. And then. After that, you can ask him if you can ride in the front seat. And then I went over with him, I said. And if it's not your day to ride in the front seat, it's going to be okay. There will be other days when you can ride in the front seat. All you can do is ask, and we we just don't know. So, he was must have been thinking about that. And then what, the day of that's mm-hmm. what he said he says i'm gonna be a, a nice boy and let somebody else ride which was great nice. so they all got into the the plane and um it was a great the the weather was great and um we saw the propeller turn a couple of times and then it stopped <laughs> yeah. and then they were getting out of the plane and we're like oh i well, that's overheard not good. say somebody say that there was a Issue on the runway, or there was a a plane blocking the runway, or or whatever. So I thought that's what the problem was. So they they come walking over and they said that the battery in the plane died, and so it wouldn't crank the engine. And we're like, oh, okay. So <laughs> I <clears throat> I had a brisket in the smoker. Here at home, while we were at the airport, uh, or no, it came out of the smoker, and I or no,
1: it had come it out,
0: come out. I put it in the oven, but and you were a,
1: concerned because I was concerned. You're like I didn't time this well,
0: right? So I completely
1: and I looked at you, and I'm like, Are you telling me you're not going with us? And so, you're like, No, yeah, I, I will go. Yeah.
0: So I'm there, and I'm I'm thinking in my mind if everything times out. Then we'll get home, and I had to put the brisket on warm in the oven to keep it warm for food safety, but I didn't want it to continue cooking because it was done.
1: And it would dry out. Right,
0: so I covered it in foil, and so the battery was dead on the plane. (laughs) Everybody gets out, and we're like, oh, okay, well, we'll just find a different – we'll go with the next pilot, right? So we're getting ready to go – to the next pilot, and then all of a sudden, oh, we have another battery. So, okay. So, they, and by that time, they had pretty much finished installing the battery into the plane because it, it didn't take long at all. Right. So, they all got back into the plane. They all got their headsets <laughs> on. They did the pre flight check again. <laughs> and this time, the propeller didn't even move. No. Like, he must have flipped on the switches for electricity and they were zero. So We see the door open. Five minutes later, the door is open. They're taking their headsets off, and they're coming out. And uh, he said, you know, this battery was on the charger. I don't know why it was dead. And you and I look at each other, and we're like, yeah, he's not supposed to fly today. I did. I'm
1: like, yeah, I'm, I'm, ca- like I'm calling I'm this is Mm-mm.
0: a sign, mm-hmm. and we are out of here. So I told the pilot, I said, you know, look, thank you uh for everything but we have to go i just we just have other things happening and we just have to we can't wait for another pilot and he felt bad and i didn't mean to make him feel bad i just needed to explain why we were leaving and um so he's like oh he's like well i want to make it up to you you know, I'm going to give you my phone number and call me and he can sit in the front seat and uh, we'll make we'll make a fun time of it. And I said, oh, thank you so much. I mean, like he he you know did he gave us our phone. Maybe phone we number. can do
1: that while my your brothers, brothers are here, here
0: Yeah, next month. That would be perfect. I was thinking that. Yeah. This month.
1: Oh, that's right. This, yeah, month. this month. Yes. April. Later.
0: So yeah, anyway, that would be great got home long story short the brisket was good so that was, <laughs> let's
1: talk what's yeah. most important yes, yes a your brisket was okay but
0: bryce really handled that situation that very well thing. like he, he got really out of did. the plane and uh, he he didn't he didn't make any waves about it nothing like, there was zero upsetness no anger no anger And
1: really that's like a Yep. a lot of things make him quote unquote angry and, and we told
0: him you know the pilot he's going to take us up another time yep. and, and no big deal and and he, it really went over smooth and I it was proud of him for that it went
1: as well as something could go in a yes. case I mean I would have been frustrated yep. you get in you're ready you climb out yep. you get in you're ready I mean
0: the only thing worse could have been a dog barking or a baby crying I mean come <laughs> on and there was no babies there and no dogs on the and air and no
1: field. announcements hallelujah yeah,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> no announcements right so.
1: oh goodness so that that was really that was
0: it was great i was so proud of him yeah.
1: so that was a proud mommy moment there for yeah. sure uh so then the next thing i had on our calendar that we did <laughs> was later that night yeah uh we had date night yay. yay and so this time it was so funny because we were actually my parents live in fort pierce where the flight was so. The original plan was, oh well, we'll do the flight. We'll take them over to my mom and Papa's and, and then we'll we have don't the, have to go back there. Right, we'll have
0: the whole day, da, da,
1: da, da. but no, we had to get back happen. for the
0: brisket. <laughs> so
1: we got you back for your brisket. Then I took Bryce and I actually took him to Chick Fil A for lunch, yeah. and that went well. And I took him to mom and dad. And that gave me time
0: to get uh, some house things done. It did. So it, everything it worked, worked out, out the way
1: it was supposed to. So um, Bryce had some actually uh, still like four or five hours with mom and dad, so mm-hmm. it was great. It was good for them and
0: we went to an escape room with yeah. our neighbors so if you guys have never been to one if you want to laugh out loud and you're okay in a little stressful <laughs> environment with friends <laughs> then uh, we highly recommend it i really
1: it was fun it was
0: really fun you yeah. know and we we and we, you have
1: to work together and yeah to figure is. out the it's clues
0: like, right to get into I the know. room that you're trying i was to trying to
1: get in. something and you're like get out of my way i'll try that you know because you're on time pressure so oh
0: yeah the clock was ticking i mean we had an hour but the hour went by so quickly
1: we did it with less than two minutes left left,
0: right so but we did it at the end we had to shoot these three things with a nerf gun (laughs) But we had to open the combination for the box with the Nerf bullets to get the gun to work. Yes. So, I mean, the clock was like less than 10 minutes, and yeah. we had to get that done. And I had to shoot the thing and, and hit them. I mean, it was like 10 feet away. I had to hit these You're things with the, the Nerf gun. And then the light came on on each one, and then all of a sudden... The secret door opened. And we got, and out. We got out. So that so, uh, was good.
1: So, you know, I share that because I think it's really important to know that we're at a place now that we can go out and have these fun times mm-hmm. um, as a couple. And that we make time to do that because it was pointed out to me recently that we talk a lot about what we do for Bryce on here. And we do. But we don't probably talk enough about what we do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to start sharing that more because it is important to know that we have some time for you and I Mm -hmm. and for our friends. And sometimes it's just by ourselves. Like we've this year, it's been more date nights than we've had. In a long time. So I'd mm-hmm. say for the first quarter of the year, we did really well. And um, my mom has been above and beyond saying, bring us our boy. You know, you guys go have time together, which means so much. And we just haven't always had that. And, and it's I think we're going to have
0: mom on the next episode, right?
1: We are. Okay, she agreed. So we're excited. <laughs> Y'all that's, get to meet Mammal.
0: That's going to be great. So
1: um, yeah, so it's just been really good that we've been able to have some. Fun. Uh, we the same couple that we went to the escape room with, they're our neighbors across the street, so we're able to have them over to play games. Usually, once a month, we get together, but Bryce, Bryce is, is here. still here, yep, and that's perfectly and he's doing fine. His own
0: thing while we do ours, but
1: it's another thing for us to actually go out and mm-hmm. have that independence, yeah, you know, where we know Bryce is safe someplace else, but we can go and have dinner and go out as a couple. So it's really important to do. Um, I say that, too, for the listeners that are back in that time period of where it's so hard to find anyone that you trust or that you can leave your child with and you feel like you just don't get to go out anymore. Um, It has taken us a while to get there, but it's nice that we're there now. So Yeah. It's good stuff there. So that was fun. And then, (laughs) so that was last weekend. And then this past week, we had Bryce's... Oh, I guess it's a second visit with a neuropsychologist, which I think we
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> briefly
1: mentioned before that the first round did not really go well. And I was not a part of it, but I remember you telling me, he's like, this kid has ADHD and can't even sit still, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, he said, I, I can't even test him. Yeah.
1: I can't even I test can't, him to tell I, you that.
0: Because he's not.
1: But the truth is, I think Bryce was probably five at that time because he was still in the VPK range.
0: Yeah, and he wasn't before, even speaking full
1: sentences at that no, time. He was so
0: distracted; he was in his own world. Yeah, and so the It was the like, "I can't even. I can't do anything with him because he's not paying attention. He can't. He's not talking to me. Yeah. So I, there's there's nothing I can do."
1: And I think the reason why he was tested before probably had to do with school because they tried to figure out what your IQ mm-hmm. is and where you're at and placement and I all guess. that stuff. Well. It That was a bust, obviously. But we feel like now Bryce is nine and a half. He does have the ability to verbalize his thoughts more yeah. and comprehend more. And we also have that lingering problem with Bryce that he wants to punish himself in some way if he feels like he's
0: he done something wrong. wrong. Yeah.
1: And that's just not going away, and it seems like we can't quite run into anybody else who's familiar yeah. with this.
0: So we've had that two, can help us. two doctors recommend the neuropsychological evaluation. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well then, well actually, three doctors. I think his autism doctor recommended it too. Yeah. At, at some point, so yeah. okay, and then even we ABA need to do this. said he needs yeah. that. Yeah. So we're calling around and. I can't find anybody that's covered under his insurance, and I'm like, okay, well, how much is it? Well, it's between four and six thousand dollars, and I'm like, what? Oh, oh! <laughs> that's a lot I didn't I, you know, I was speechless. I'm <laughs> like, holy cannoli, and so yeah. I'm like, so we searched and searched and searched and searched. So we finally found somebody about an hour and a half away that. Was covered under his insurance, and I'm so glad we found him uh, because a he's laid back. Mm -hmm. B it sounds like he's treated or seen a lot of kids and parents that are in our situation. And C he's a Christian, or you know, well he had Bible stories. Yeah, there were positive things there. So. I mean, and he understood where we were coming from. Our first visit was just kind of like an interview with the three of us. He asked us all questions, including Bryce. And Bryce really elaborated on his anger issues. And yep. I think he felt better talking to the doctor about those. And And the doctor got an idea where he was coming from. And he says, this is a common thing. He says, you know, I'll learn more when I do the evaluation with him, but I recognize this as a, as a common thing. And so our next visit in May with him, that was as soon as he could get us in, um, is going to start his testing with him to find out where he's at. And the, and the whole thing is to get inside his brain, find out what parts of his brain are working efficiently and what parts aren't and also to figure out uh, with his vision impairment and his audio impairment Mm -hmm. uh, what is going to be the best way for him to learn in school Mm -hmm. you know we may not be on the best platform for him to learn and i don't know that right so we're going to be looking to him to recommend those things so there's a there's a neuropsychological evaluation which covers what they call the psych ed also and the psych ed evaluation is just the school portion of the evaluation so we're getting both in one evaluation and so i'm very thankful for that we
1: are i mean you and i walked out and we were both like that was great yeah and this is great going to really help us a lot yes i think so yeah we agree with that and um i felt like you said bryce engaged with him well um he i mean bryce is very fidgety it's hard for him to sit still so he was all over like and he's also uh that sensory seeker. So he was like all into you. Cause mm-hmm. he's sitting by you on the, Plus on the sofa couch, which he gets to see. He doesn't
0: really sit up very well. It's true.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, and so it's hard for him to even pay attention when he does. So I'm like, I have him sit up and he did. Mm-hmm. And, but he was able to like answer his questions. Well, I have to share this one. I know I'm throwing you under the bus, but it was funny. <laughs> I know what you're So he asked Bryce. Well, I you
0: know, have to – let me preface. Okay. Or do you want to start with the and then question? You t- yeah. Uh, no. Okay. So
1: the question. <laughs> so we're talking – started with him, right? Started with Bryce. Yeah. And he was asking him about different emotions that he feels. And he says, do you ever feel this? And he asked him another one. Do you ever feel sad? And then Bryce said, sometimes I feel sad. And then he said – um he did he actually didn't ask about anger so then i kind of eluded and then he goes so to bryce so um do you sometimes feel angry and yes sometimes i feel angry Let me
0: elaborate. and then
1: he's and, he, and bryce did yeah. he shared some time well what he, and he asked so what what would make mm-hmm. you angry and bryce shared a few things and yeah. then i let obviously we let bryce speak as much as bryce was going to speak mm-hmm. and he listed a few of the things and then i added a couple of the things that Bryce missed yes, that I know have been making good. him angry, yeah. so that gave the doctor more enlightenment. And then he says, which we weren't expecting. No, so, no, no,
0: no. Then, the doctor then I can't said, go there. Go ahead. The doctor said, okay, Bryce, well, does yeah. Daddy ever get angry? Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> he says, well, yes, he kicked the door. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. You wanted to crawl on the floor, I did. didn't you? I wanted to crawl under the couch. <laughs> so, so, and this just happened. It did. Like, like earlier I, in yeah. the week on
1: Tuesday, I want to say, because he told me and Miss Page about it.
0: Yeah, I was having a, a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> let's just say it was a bad day. And,
1: you know, and you really don't have a hot temper. No, I in don't. In your defense, and that's you really don't.
0: That's why I'm laughing. So but anything that you know, Bryce
1: is, it's fresh. It's yeah. coming out.
0: So some backstory here. <laughs> we, we were over at the beach. We just talked about Bryce going in the water. So I just after we got in from the beach, I discovered this abscess on my heel of my foot. And my feet are so painful, I didn't even feel it. And so I looked at it, and you're like, "Oh, that looks infected." Because well, like, it did. I'm like, it had yeah, all the yellow pus right. around I said, it. I think there's something in there, and I gotta get it out. <laughs> so we're at our friend's place, right? So I'm like, "All right, I gotta do surgery on this thing <laughs> with your tweezer." Well, my scissors. Oh I yeah, scissors, your scissors yeah. from your so kit. So I this is a little gross, but I cut the top off of it and I just squeezed it as hard as I could to flush it out. And so there's there's blood going everywhere. And I'm like, wow, I didn't think this thing was going to bleed that much. And so you're getting me. Pa- toilet paper you're getting me paper towels I'm like I'm like I can't get blood on the floor or any of the they had white towels and yeah. I'm like oh oh my what have I done and this thing it wouldn't stop bleeding so eventually I had this humongous band-aid and a paper towel folded over four times and I just slapped it on there put my socks and shoes on and hoped for the best <laughs> so and then um, I have this wrist injury, and from, I don't, I think I was working on the truck, and then I was playing the piano, and I just, the I keyboard. overdid it, yeah. right? So I went to the doctor, this was a month or two ago, he gave me some shots, I think I talked about it on the podcast. You did. And so it was healing, and um, so, but it's still You know painful I got my painful Foot going on I got my wrist Issue and Bryce is Going in we're going In to do his hair or something put gel In his hair and The bedroom door Caught my wrist As I was walking in my wrist Ran right into the The doorknob and we don't have regular Doorknobs it's like a a Handle sticks out And that thing hit the part of my hand and it was excruciating and I was so mad because I felt like I was having a bad day already and that thing just hit me the wrong way literally right and I'm like I'm going to kick that door and the Holy Spirit said you better not kick that door. Oh did
1: you actually think it?
0: I did. And the Holy Spirit says you better not kick that door because Bryce is watching you but I was so mad, I kicked the door, and uh, it, it flew open. And
1: Did he say anything after yeah, that?
0: Yeah, he said, Daddy, what'd you do? And I was like, oh, nothing. He's like, did you kick the door or something like that? I think yeah. he even saw me do it. And I'm like, yeah. said, so I hit my, my wrist, and it just really hurt. And he really didn't say anything after that okay until we got to the doctor well yeah yeah, aba when i
1: came home he (laughs) said i'm like how was your day today because you're trying to like do those exchanges with him he goes uh my day was good daddy kicked the door I'm like he did and me and Paige just looked at each other he goes yeah he hurt his hand and he kicked the door I'm like wow okay
0: yeah I know you said wow it's not something like it's not. I do right so, no. so but he told the doctor
1: he told you out he
0: told me out and okay well does mommy ever get mad no, no, mommy does never get mad. Mostly never, or something he said. I'm like, oh, okay, well. And
1: you know where that comes from? Because we were talking about the anger recently. Yeah. And about him getting angry. And he says, well, daddy got angry. He kicked the door. And I said, yeah, he did. He brought it up again. And yeah. I said, he goes, do you get angry? I said, no, I, I rarely get angry.
0: That's what he said, rarely. Well, that's because Mommy rarely gets angry. Because I just told like him
1: that. I rarely get angry. Yeah. I said, do you ever see me get angry? He goes, no. And I said, it's because I rarely get angry. He goes, well, why? Why do you rarely get angry? I said, because I just let it go. I've just learned that I don't like that feeling, and I let it go, so I don't get angry. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that I do, and I don't get angry. And he's like, oh, Okay, so that's how he quoted yeah. me. No, mommy doesn't get angry. She rarely <laughs> gets, gets angry.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> a... Oh, my goodness. There's uh, a the doctor writing everything Oh, yeah, down. he's I'm jotting like, it oh, down. I see what I'm working <laughs> with here. No, he didn't say that. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. points deducted for daddy. It truly was funny oh for us, because we know that's not a big I know, It's not, not a common occurrence not, at all. No, so anyway
1: so anyway it was a little bit of it was humor there yes Yes. so um but yeah we actually were we're really excited about this and (laughs) i did say at the end you know one more thing i don't know if this is under your umbrella or not but i told him again about bryce with his wanting to punish himself Mm -hmm. i mean i just recently learned that the reason why Red is no longer his favorite color. Is because he doesn't like that he gets a red X in school. In school, if because it makes him answer. angry yeah. if he gets a wrong answer. Yeah. And so we told the doctor that he goes, "Oh, so a perfectionist." And he wrote yeah. that note down. And it's true; he yeah. does have the perfectionism. Which, but
0: when you mentioned about his uh, self-injurious behaviors, that's yes. when he said, "Okay, that's yeah." That's when I the know, light it. came. It's, on. it's a common thing. Yes. So we're. I
1: said he's just trying yeah. to make himself more sad or mm-hmm. more upset if something upsets him or he wants us to be sad with him he doesn't want to be sad alone you right. know and he but, said
0: when he does more testing and
1: will, he did say yeah. that is under his umbrella yeah. sunglass so i guess he's going to do six hours of testing total and he said mm-hmm. if for families that are local he has them come six different times for one hour at a time mm-hmm. for the best results in our case because we are further away He'll, excuse me. He'll we're do three hours. appointments, two hours. But even the two hours will be broken up. He'll yeah. do an hour. We can go take a break. i said
0: a lot of doctors doing one six-hour thing, and it's just too much for I the kids. I mean, how do you expect agree. A, a kid to pay attention? So we're going to do one hour. Yeah. He said we'll take a break. And then we'll do the next hour.
1: See, that tells me yeah. right there that he, he wants cares. the best results. He knows
0: his audience. He knows his audience.
1: <laughs> Don't we say that all the time? Know yeah. your audience. So that was great. Yeah. Everything about it I thought was just fantastic. And we felt very grateful that we went there. And that bring that was just Thursday, people. Mm-hmm. So um, that brings us to the weekend, the air show that you mentioned. And Bryce has been studying up on this for I'd say the last two weeks it's been the biggest headline. But probably the whole month he's been flying planes and and hyping up. He's been
0: talking about it. And then the last week what we did was they had a list of planes that were going to be at the air show. So I made a list of the planes. And so for school we just did our core subjects instead of like ecology and uh, social development like the the lesson we did math language arts and social studies so we did the core subjects and then i took the rest of the time and we studied the planes that were going to be there at the air show <clears throat> so we watched videos on them and and learned about them that's fun and so we even did some math you know they were talking about how much cargo a plane could carry so we knew how much our truck weighed and so we did some math and to show how many of our trucks we could fit into one of those planes and it could carry you know how many of our trucks <clears throat> so that was great and he was pumped and just he when we got there to the air show that saturday morning he was just we thought something was wrong with him because he wasn't talking
1: he was so overwhelmed he it was. I
0: mean, he must have been jumping up and down inside.
1: He was thinking, wasn't he? I mean, like he
0: was. we were asking him questions and he wasn't talking. And, and we if he expect- did talk, it was like in a lower voice. Yeah. yeah, We couldn't. We couldn't really hear him.
1: And we're like, "Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> Are you having fun? Yes."
0: And he would just stop. It- and he would just look.
1: He was in awe. He
0: was. He was in awe. Like, uh, and he's seen
1: most of these planes before, but yeah. to be back there again, he was just like.
0: So I just I really had to break it down. I'm like, okay, what, what do we, what do you want to do next? You know, what, what plane do you want to see? And so we finally got him on the plane train. Yeah. And uh, we ran around to the different planes, and he had his camera. Oh, that really got him out of his. um, He was taking so many pictures, like he was so much more engaged and interested and i mean he was interested before when we went last year but this year it was a whole was it? nother level mm-hmm. and he like last year he probably took 15 pictures 20 pictures total maybe. and we probably
1: prompted half of those like right. do you want to take that picture Yep.
0: And I'd say this year, easily, he took 200 pictures.
1: He did. He told me he took over 200. He was counting them. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Be be prepared. That's what
0: I'm thinking. (laughs) So, I mean, and it wasn't just his favorite planes he was taking pictures of. It was planes that were taxiing. Yeah. Just regular planes, single-engine, dual-engine planes that were coming or going from Mm -hmm. the airport uh, he was taking pictures of. And he just had the best time and and – I've never even he i don't I can't even describe it. He was so happy, and I think when we got home, um he sat on the couch today and he says, Daddy, I'm tired I know
1: he almost fell asleep,
0: and I don't think I've ever it's heard rare. him say those words. yeah, I don't think I've ever heard him say those words, have you
1: not to say no, I'm tired, no, I'm tired. and I've only seen him lay down like that. In the middle of the day, like when he's sick,
0: right? Yeah, like,
1: and then he didn't even verbalize that he was tired.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we finally wore the kid out. We had to spend <laughs> two days at the air show. Lots of
1: sun, lots, lots of walking. Of steps, yes,
0: and it was hot and it was dusty, and we just had a great time. We really did. Yeah, and we, we posted good. some pictures on our Facebook page.
1: Yeah, so. I was gonna say our personal page. I didn't put oh, a whole didn't? lot on. I put. um. One video from today where he was on the Chinook, the Chinook and he got to press the button from the, the gun, gun there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know what? I will put some on the well, parenting yeah. autism People page too yeah. for those who want to see it on there. So yeah, yeah. I will always share some or because Instagram. there was some good stuff. Well, it kind of goes on both, so yeah, that'll yeah, be yeah. good. So I'll so. put some out there.
0: But I mean, what a weekend! I mean, it, it's like it's our Disney. You know, we. We spend the money for the hotel and the tickets, and the tickets are pretty inexpensive considering everything. Price still so, gets to go free. I mean, if you're going to Disney, it's like ten thousand dollars a day. <laughs> and <laughs> not every, really, you know, but... I know, but but in it's hundreds of
1: dollars a day. For that's sure. legit, and for us, it was forty-five dollars for both. I think something yeah, like fifty. Anyway, for it wasn't tickets, very much. Yeah. Yes,
0: and then figure the hotel, whatever, whatever. But it was great. Yeah, it was great.
1: So, and the hotel is like minutes away from the airport, which is why we choose to stay. We used to stay further away to save some money, but when you go to an air show like this and it's an all-day event, just prepping any other parents who haven't done it.
0: And you're exhausted. It's hot. And you're dirty. You're dirty,
1: and there's a lot of dirt involved. And if it's breezy and windy, that gets blown all over you. And then, of course, you got Mm -hmm. the sun and I did a really good job putting the sunscreen on his face this year except that he wouldn't let me get it near his eye so he looks like a <laughs> raccoon with like these yes. red spots underneath his eyes but, but, but I did really hats. well on everything else
0: We had big hats but he couldn't wear the big hat with his headphones. yeah
1: so it only lasted so him during the
0: air show a part, little bit of it He couldn't wear the hat yeah uh, but anyway here it he comes. Yes sir. what's up bud? Oh, okay. are, are you all done?
1: what happened? Michael hung up. Oh, he had to go. Guess okay. this just school okay. night for him. Thank right.
0: you. So Michael had to go. But he's. Let me just make sure he's He's still playing real quick. with Auntie Sue. Yeah. We'll be right back. Okay, so Bryce uh, finished up with the FaceTime call. We just wanted to make sure he was situated before we came back. And now he's going to play his flight simulator <laughs> game. Uh, yes,
1: for, he's definitely still in flight mode. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely is wanting to be a pilot right now um so i was going to finish um one more topic that i had on here i know we've talked about a lot of things because it's been a month but um i was just going to follow up with this because i think it's an important part of our family's journey and the challenges that we've been having with taking him to church lately Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of parents who are listening Can relate if they do go to church that sometimes families can't go to church because of their children and because if they don't have the right environment for them. So, we've talked in the past about Bryce and how our church has um, the buddy room and then like a buddy system, so to speak. So if he goes into the big classroom, he's got an adult there that's with him or um, you know sometimes they're teenagers, but he's he's got one dedicated, Miss Debbie, who is normally with him. But this past month, it's been a challenge for him to go to church. And so he actually spoke up and said that he didn't want to go in the big room. He wanted to go in the buddy room.
0: It was the announcement.
1: Well, it kind of took a little bit of time to figure that out, so Mm -hmm. he went in the buddy room, and he was very excited to be able to go in there, and that is definitely less people in there, and not a not a lot of noise like there normally is. And even when he has his headphones, cause we like, well, you got your headphones. And we talked last time about how now we're putting the headphones on him from the time we leave the vehicle, you know, step into the church to the time we leave the church, because it, there can be loud, unexpected noises in mm-hmm. the lobbies as well. But even with that, he was not feeling it, you know, and he was very apprehensive and nervous and anxious about going and worried. And, um so, we were able to get him to go into the buddy room a few weeks ago when we were there. But then they told us that they're getting a lot of new families that have come to the church and their children are going into the buddy room. And they're more like a level three autism or other special needs. And some of them are nonverbal. And a lot of times, if the children are nonverbal, they scream more. And that's just a fact. And we've Also, simultaneously, we're running into this at his therapy as well. And they've had a boom. And they have more families, I guess, in our area. And so they got more kids that are getting diagnosed that they need speech and OT. And they're younger. And they're the babies that are like two, three years old. Mm -hmm. They don't have language. And they're screamers. Mm -hmm. So Bryce is around a lot of screaming at therapy Monday through Wednesday. And then he's been around screaming at church on Sunday. And it has become a real sore spot for him and something we're trying to help him work through. So we were out of town one weekend, so that kind of gave Bryce a little bit of a break. And then we went back this past Sunday, and so Miss Debbie said, I'm going to try not this pattern, not like today, but last weekend. And she goes, I'm going to try to take him into the first and second grade room instead of third and fourth grade. And she said, I want to do that because there aren't as many kids. And, you know, we can stay outside in the lobby until the music's done and then we can go in. And then that way he can get the Bible story. And I love that she understands the importance of him, you know, learning about the Bible But she's like, you know, that way he can get the story and I think he'll get more out of it because in the buddy room, I can't really do that because of the other kids. They want a certain video. So I said, well, let's talk to him. So when she told him that she was going to take him in there, I saw immediately he just like started tearing up and his finger went up to his eyes and he didn't get angry. He got sad, like super sad. And we even tried to explain to him, well, it's because if you go into the buddy room, you know, there are some kids in there that they're going to scream and he verbalized for the first time the announce the screaming is better than the announcements and that was huge because all along it's been about the screaming the screaming and it's those announcements that's coming through the the amp the speaker sound system because there are so many kids in there they have to get their attention by Speaking mm-hmm. through and you know in an announcement format, and that sound coming out of that amp is probably combined with all the kids' yeah. noise is it's
0: worse than a scream. Ram- yeah. yeah.
1: So when he said that, I'm like, "Well, let's take that him in there." It. Yeah, he's going in there, like it or not. And they're like, "We'll just keep your phones on." We're like, "We'll keep them on." And but you know, Miss Debbie did a great job handling him. Um, but we see the writing on the wall that. This problem isn't going away anytime soon. So we were out of town this week, and so we didn't have to deal with it this Sunday. But we had to deal with it this past week at therapy. So we let him take his headphones in on Wednesday, on his last day. And he told me that made him feel better. Mm -hmm. And I think right now, if that makes him feel better, and even if it's a security blanket— because what he's afraid of is the unexpected screams. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily in his classroom. So if he's hearing it through a wall, he can deal with it. It's when they're right beside him. And he got in trouble earlier in the week because apparently, and I think it's true, a little boy screamed at him. And then Bryce went right back to him and got in his face because he really doesn't know personal space and said, Just don't scream. It hurts my ears. Mm -hmm. and then it scared the kid but Bryce we've told him if somebody is being loud or screaming then just tell them it hurts your ears Yeah, (laughs) that's how we've coached him of course we didn't say don't get up in their face and yell it right back out and Mm -hmm. he doesn't realize that he's raising his voice he only hears them raising their voice at him So, you know, of course, the therapist's first reaction was, don't yell at the little boy. And then, of course, he was, you know, I did something wrong. And Mm -hmm. I think that's where we had a lot of conversation on the way to see you for Taco Tuesday. So anyway, that's why the next day we're like, he didn't want to go. And we're like, well, you really need to go. And then we'll we'll talk about it more. You're going to get a four-day break. Mm -hmm. You need to go. It's really important. You can take your headphones, headphones.
0: And then we got a video from his OT about how happy he was. He went right into the room and, was and, doing and great. engaged
1: with some other kids yeah. because he felt more. And then he said to me after I said, how did it go Day? And he said it made him feel more comfortable mm-hmm. to have those. So yeah. we also talked to them like, you know, and they said there's been An a, lot more, a coming, lot more kids coming. Yes. And a lot of younger ones. So we asked if there was a separate entrance that they could take him through for now. And they said yes, so we're like, if you can just accommodate him for now. I mean, this is something that it's a temporary work through. Mm-hmm. I ask if I could go on Wednesday so I can observe and then just kind of see how the how the rooms and the layout, because then that will help me Understand. work with Bryce at home. Yeah. You know, to communicate with him. And then another big thing is that his ABA started again this week with Miss Paige and Miss Diana, so we're happy about that.
0: And they're um, gonna do some stuff that might help him with that yeah Yeah. but he told me the other day even though he's got his headphones on some of those yeah, noises still like bother him sure. at a high level. Oh yeah. So we're seeing this um, new hearing doctor coming up in the next week or mm-hmm.
1: two. The one the, about the hypersensitive yeah, hearing. Yeah.
0: So we're gonna maybe figure out what frequency is bothering him, and then see what we can do about it. I don't know. Yeah, we I'm, don't. We've know. never been to one of these, so we're. Gonna and we see, don't really want to give
1: him the headphones that are like. Full soundproof because i don't want him to miss out on like hearing us or hearing things that he needs to hear but you know it's again this is just something that we are working through um so for next weekend is easter which we obviously want to go to easter services that's very important to
0: us they're offering it on saturday so we're hoping that it's going to be a lower crowd on saturday and so
1: we chose the saturday 3 p.m the very first service that is offered, and they do have the the buddies for that. Miss Debbie won't be there, but I feel like if we go to that service, then we should be okay. We've also even reached out to his ABA team to see if there is an ABA therapist that yeah, can maybe come to Sundays. the church service with him. It's only for an hour and a half on Sunday mm-hmm. mornings, and if that can happen, then just, again, a short-term solution to and they're working on that. You know, yeah, and so they're working on that. So, we feel like, you know, we're so grateful to have these people in our lives and that these, you know, resources are available to us, but I share these things because maybe not every parent would even think to ask for that. You know, you just kind of think, oh, well, I guess we just won't be able to go to church. But for me, it's so important that we continue to be able to go. And we want Bryce to know, yes, we could teach him at home. And yes, we can give him Bible classes. But there's something about going to God's house that I want him to know is remains to be an important thing. And if we can get you know people that can help us to help him, then it's a beautiful thing.
0: I think churches are going to have to start making accommodations more and more accommodations, because even through special Olympics, they're telling us that there's such an influx of uh, special Olympics athletes because more and more kids are being diagnosed, you know, and that goes with autism too. I heard a statistic the other day that it's down to one in 36 kids, I think are being diagnosed with autism now and it's not due to you know the type of testing they're doing now or any other excuse that the media wants to put on it but it's it's the real deal you know and it is an epidemic it's happening and so i think there's going to be more places that will have to offer accommodations to kids like ours.
1: Including churches.
0: Including churches. In
1: fact, when we were talking to the lady that manages his insurance, his Mm -hmm. health insurance, and we mentioned about the buddy system for Bryce, and she's like, oh, which church is that? I have a lot of families that ask me. And I get that. Mm -hmm. I mean – it's very important to a Ours lot of was one families. Of the first that, yeah,
0: that came out with that, and we're we're very thankful.
1: and I'm and I guess apparently our buddy has the buddy room has doubled. You know, the needs are mm-hmm. there that there's more sure. children. So that's I'm glad families are finding out about it, and that these parents are able to get back in church because I'm going to tell you, without our faith and without you know having God there to help us through this, then I think that you know. I don't know how we would get through this journey.
0: We're very thankful for the volunteers. I mean, without the volunteers, we wouldn't even be able to attend church. So big shout out to, you know, people like Miss Debbie and, um, and everybody else that contributes to that, that allows us
1: yep, that's to, true. to
0: do those things.
1: All right. Well, I think we've said enough for this episode.
0: Yep. Ninety nine in the books. Yeah. So next is mammal.
1: Next is mammal. we get her on our schedule and get her in here so we can release that to you guys soon. But thanks for tuning in. We always love to hear from you guys. Appreciate your support. Thanks for your patience as we, uh, you know, sometimes don't get to you for a few weeks at a time. But life keeps going on and we'll keep sharing as we can. Adios. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.